Good fucking day. It's been a few weeks. How the fuck have you been? Yeah, sorry about that. Had the holidays, New Year's, and a lot of adult beverages in between the last time we spoke. Uh, hit up a couple football games, and that was pretty cool. Was the Chargers-Vikings game. That was a blowout. And on Wednesday, we were at the granddaddy of them all. The motherfucking Rose Bowl. New decade with some old fucking friends. Yeah, that was a good time. My buddy happened to get some free tickets. <clears throat> we were in the corner of the end zone, about 60 rows up. In the heart of the Oregon fan base. So the way they do it is, if you're buying tickets, you can see what side of the field your team's going to be on. And that's mostly where everybody buys the tickets for. So half of it was Wisconsin, half of it was Oregon. We didn't buy tickets. We just got, my buddy got four free tickets. They were 150 bucks a piece. But he got it for free somehow. I don't ask questions. I just show up to where the free tickets are. And that was electric. Um, they played both teams like hype songs. I don't know what Oregon's is called, but it's that one. They have it all the way. Hey, 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 everybody jump now. Whatever it's fucking called. But um, Wisconsin's is Jump Around by House of Pain. And I got to tell you, Oregon won, but Wisconsin's fans were way louder. When they played House of Pain, Jump Around, I felt like the fucking ground was moving. That was fucking electric. And it was a sea of red. And a lot of Oregon fans either didn't care or didn't know that that was their song. Because they were jumping up and down, too. When they played Oregon's Jump Around, whatever fucking song it's called. I think it's just called Jump. It's a song they played every wedding. It was on Wedding Crashers. Yeah, I think it's just called Jump. Not by Van Halen, the other one. But when they did that, Wisconsin's fans were not moving. I don't think they, yeah, I don't think Oregon knew what happened. But we were right in the side of the end zone where Herbert scored the game-winning touchdown. That was pretty electric. Uh, Leaving the stadium... Nightmare. It probably didn't help that we probably had about nine or ten tall cans while we were there. And it was New Year's Day, so obviously Daddy had a couple cold ones the night before as well. So it was rough. We took the train. Um, I throw up, I've now thrown up on a train before. So that was cool, except the part where it wasn't. Uh, we actually missed our first train because the Metrolink website... And calling them wasn't enough. You had to look up a special goddamn page to tell you what time the train leaves on New Year's Day. I called. They told me it was a Sunday schedule. Sunday scheduled. Train leaves at 6.22. When I called, they told me 6.22. We got there at 6 o'clock. Perfect. We're there on time. How the fuck we got there on time, I don't know. Get there about 6.45. I'm like, all right, maybe it's just late. About 7.05, I call. I get this cunt named Alex trying to tell me that, oh, the website told you it was 5.40 a.m. to get there early for the Rose Bowl parade. No one's on, no one's there to talk to me. No one, no manager or anything. I tried to interlease my full Karen and just start screaming. But 
eh. So that was not the best start. We had to go get breakfast, take the train at 11 or 8.50. We got there at 11. The only problem was we had a buddy coming from Southern California up, and he was there at around 8, and he was two hours from his house. So he had to go wander around, hung over in L.A. for two and a half hours waiting for us to get there. But other than that, yeah, so Wisconsin ends up getting beat. Alabama beat Michigan. Shocker. Minnesota beat Auburn. Texas beat the brakes off of Utah. Um, Obviously, Ohio State Clemson, probably the game of the year, just because of how close it was and the implications of the game. I don't think I've ever seen... I think the last one that was that good was probably Florida State. No, I guess the last time Clemson played Alabama, or the last time two times ago when Deshaun Watson was there, went through a game-winning, a game-winning touchdown to win it. But yeah, this one was this was electric. That was one of the best games. LSU, Clay, Clay Burrow, Joe fucking Burrow, comes out and drops seven touchdowns in the first half, eight touchdowns in the whole game. Um. Yeah, that was just a fucking ass-kicking of the decade. He threw for as many touchdowns in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which, if you don't know, is where the Falcons play. He threw eight touchdowns there in one game. Matt Ryan had eight touchdowns there an entire season. So that just tells you how different the teams were. Um, if That wasn't really that shocking, though. Oklahoma's defense is nothing to look up to. I figured for Oklahoma not to win, there was going to have to be a shootout. And it was. It was just a one-sided shootout. Jalen Hurts said he was hurting because he came there to get him a national championship. I don't know why you go to Oklahoma to get a national championship. You go to Oklahoma to be in the Heisman running for a quarterback and then go to the NFL in top 15, which I don't think he will now. I think he'll probably drop around to the second, second round draft pick. I'm thinking probably Pittsburgh. Probably Pittsburgh gets him. Um... Seahawks against the Niners was one of the better finishes in pro. In pro football. So it was almost a storybook ending that we've been waiting for fucking since the last Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch comes back, scores a touchdown. Place is going ballistic. It's raining Skittles in Seattle. Seahawks are driving. I think it's 21-26. He hits it at the one. He's down at the one inch yard line. They spike it. Beast mode comes trotting onto the field. Is this the moment they're going to give him the ball and the one? It's a delay of game. Back it up five. Trots off the field along with all my fucking dreams. He's gone. Hopes and dreams crushed. I'm not a Seahawks fan, but I want to see Marshawn Lynch put his fucking head down and run right through. It actually would have been even funnier if they fucking had stopped him. And then Pete Carroll could have been like, see, you fucking idiots. Maybe I knew what I was doing. Maybe Russell Wilson made a bad throw. But didn't come down to that. They throw, I think, two incompletions. Get it to fourth down. And Wilson hits Hollister across the middle. He's close. They're going to have to take an extra look at this one, Dick. And he's short by less than a dick. Depending on the size of your dick. But he's inches short inches short, and Niners win, they're number one, Packers number two, they both got a bye, Saints number three, they're posting the Minnesota Vikings, 
and then the Eagles won the East because someone had to win it, and that is where the Seahawks are going to go. And in the AFC, the Patriots lost to Ryan Fitzpatrick's Dolphins. All they had to do was win, and they would clinch the number two seed, got in the first round bye, which they have not played a wild card game since 2009. Uh, I'm not a mathematician. That's 10 years ago. I know it's 2020, but that's playoffs. Um, So, yeah, number one, you got the Ravens. Number two, you got the Chiefs, which I think they got it right. I mean, not like anybody picked it, but I think those are the two best teams. Uh, The Chiefs are going to be tough. I think everybody's overlooking them just because they think the Ravens are going to walk in, but the Chiefs are going to be rough. The Patriots are number three. They're hosting the Tennessee Titans, which... The playoffs are good this year, finally. Then number four is the Texans. They're playing the Bills. And I'm glad. The worst game of the week is probably the Saints-Vikings, which hurts to say, but the Saints are probably the best team in the NFC. They lost to the fucking Bucks, which is not a good loss. But, yeah, they probably should have been the number one seed just, by, just because I think they're the best team in the NFC. But... The Vikings are coming in. They should be healthy. Dalvin Cook and Madison have sat out for the last two weeks. Everybody else, everybody sat out the week before that. Kendricks is back to practicing. The biggest problem is going to be Xavier Rhodes. Can he fucking pull his head out of his ass, get that explosiveness back, and even just try to contain Michael Thomas, which easier said than done. Everybody's tried to do it this year. No one has. He broke the all-time receptions record in 15 games. He's got the best quarterback in the league throwing the ball right now. Uh, Yeah, it's just that's going to be rough. But so we're going to go over this weekend's playoff games. This show will probably be a little bit shorter just because there's less football on. There's four games this week. But I will try to go a little more in-depth with these ones than I have the regular season games. Because these are the teams that people should know about. And if you don't, that's what that's what old Benny's here for. Okay, first game. We have Saturday morning football. That's tomorrow. By the way, happy Friday and happy New Year's. If anybody made a New Year's resolution... I just want you to know that no one's taking you seriously, and we all expect you to fail miserably. So, hopefully you prove me wrong. You probably won't. But if you're fat now, you'll probably be fat then. I know I'm fat. That's why I'm staying fat. My New Year's resolution, um, don't get fatter. I think that's, that's very doable. I think I'm pretty much at a plateau of my fat disgustingness. So I don't think I'll be able to get any higher without some extra work. And um, I'm not really, I'm just not willing to put the work in. I'm not going to eat five slices of pizza instead of three. I'll just eat the three or the four maybe. And then I'll eat two or three hot wings. I'm not going to go for the whole plate of wings and the whole pizza. I just don't have it in me to get that fat. But okay. (laughs) Bills, Texans. The Bills are going on the playoffs. Bills in the playoffs on the road. Second time in three years building the playoffs. Um, they made the playoffs two years ago. And the last time they made the playoffs before that was 2000, 
or not, not 2017 uh, years before that. That was, yeah, that was when they lost on the Miracle in the Meadowlands. So I think the Bills are a year ahead or they, a, a year on a year ahead of schedule. I didn't think they were going to be this good, but they are. And I don't really understand how. They don't have a really crazy receiving core. Their running back is 1,000 years old. I know he shares carries. But that fucking defense. That defense is flying around, hitting people, knocking down passes, holding people to 16. Josh Allen's got to come out and be electric. Um, Houston is a three-point favorite at home, which in the playoffs, that's pretty much them just calling it a straight-up game. If you're at home, you pretty much get three points off the bat. Or you're giving up three points pretty much off the bat if you're at home. If you're a road team, you get three points. According to Vegas, um, Josh Allen's going to have to make some fucking plays. That defense is going to have to get after Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's biggest problem this game is he doesn't slide as it is. He doesn't really throw it away. He doesn't get out of there. And he is going to get hit. It's not when, it's it, when and if. It's when and how often. He's going to get popped a couple times. J.J. Watt is coming back to the Jets, the Jets, the Texans. I don't know how much of a game changer that's going to be. Obviously, if he's completely healthy 100%, that is a big game changer. And he's out there throwing that dick around with his Walter Payton Man of the Year award on his chest and the Houston logo on his helmet. And his goddamn eye paint and his nose spreader and just get out there, bud. But it's been a while. He's hurt every fucking year. He's got the Gronkowski syndrome. He's just giant. So anything you anything you do is just bad for your body as it is. But yeah, I'm gonna take the Bills. Not only plus three, I'm taking the Bills to win outright. It's probably me just I don't know, just wishful thinking because I like when the Bills are good. But that game is on ESPN at 1.35 Eastern Time on Saturday, which if you're listening to this any other day, it's, or listening today, it's tomorrow. Any other day, you probably already missed the game. Already watched it. All right, the night game of tomorrow, Titans-Patriots. Patriots are five-point favorites, which I guess they're saying they're two points better than the Titans. And... So the Titans have Ryan fucking Tannehill. He could do absolutely nothing in Miami, which right now it's looking like that was because Miami's bad. Not because Tannehill's bad, because this dude is lighting it up. I think he lost, what, three games? Two or three games? I know at one point he was 7-1. and one. And that is just good for you, bud. Good for you to come back and show, show everybody that you, it's not, it wasn't all your fault. It doesn't help, though, when you're able to, or it does help, you're able to just hand the ball off to the rushing leader in the league, Derrick Henry, and let him just run people over with his fucking 13-foot-tall, 900-pound, 4'6'2 body, and he's just plowing dudes over. Every time a quarterback has to tackle him, they're making a career decision. Am I really going to try to tackle this behemoth upon me? It looks like I'm trying to fight fucking Bigfoot, and this dude's just plowing me over. He, I don't know if he wears a grill, but he should. Because that would look like the fucking grill of a bumper coming at you. It wouldn't be like when Chris Johnson wore a grill because he wasn't very big. I mean, he did one between the tackles, but he's not Derrick Henry big. If Derrick Henry wore a grill, it would look like a fucking Mercedes or a fucking Lincoln was running at you. That dude is just massive. 
And, yeah, I wouldn't want to tackle him either. They got that wide receiver, Brown, who I'm assuming is going to have Stephon Gilmore farm across the field every play. Jamie Collins is going to be – I'm just not up or buck. Not up or shut up, bud. You're going to be having to take out Derrick Henry probably about 30 fucking times this game. So, good luck. Patriots defense is good. Titans defense isn't bad. Patriots offense is bad. Titans offense isn't bad. So, this one I think will just come down to coaching and quarterback skills. And I don't have to explain to you that when you bring up Mike Vrabel against Belichick, regardless of how cool Vrabel was to watch as a football player, he's not Belichick. And no matter how good Tannehill has played this year, he is not Tom Brady. So, Patriots are minus five. I think I'll take the Titans, not plus five, but the Patriots will win the game outright. If I had to bet, I don't five, five points is a lot of points in the playoffs. The Titans haven't beaten the Patriots in Foxborough since then. I think since 1993, which I'm not a mathematician. It's a long time ago. So, I mean, I guess they are due, but I'm going to Patriots to win the game. I wouldn't bet this money. That's a lot. If it was four, I'd probably take the Patriots. I think it's probably 13 to 16, 20 to 17, 20 to 16, 19, 16, something like that. A lot of field goals. It'll probably be like nine to 10, like under 10 points for both teams for most of the game. And I think the Patriots are just wearing them out and scoring a last like three or four minute touchdown and going up by. Yeah, going up by three or four. And then just the Titans is not be able to keep it up. Okay, that'll take care of the Saturday. Then Sunday morning playoff football. We've got the Vikings at the Saints. And I just saw that's why I had a little bit of pause here. I just saw the, the spread. And it's gone down significantly since last night. Last night, it was an eight and a half, and now it's down to seven and a half. A full point spread change in one day is massive. That is a lot of points being moved in one day. Um, I guess people just saw it go up to eight and a half, which is what I did, and I bet on the Vikings at eight and a half. Just, and that's a lot. Even though I've said this for the last couple of days, I think it'll be a 10-point or more Saints win or the Vikings will just outright win. It'll either be like 34 to 10, 34 to 24, 34 to 20, something like that, and the Saints will win. Or it's going to be like 20 to 19, 23 to 20, 21 to 20, 2017, something like that. That's how the Vikings will win. The Vikings are going to have to win a dirty fucking game. We're going to have to hit them often and hit them hard. I'm not saying hurt anybody. I'm just saying you have to make it chippy. I'm not saying hit anybody low. Don't hit anybody late. Don't aim for the head. I'm just saying that if you have a fucking chance and the quarterback has the ball in his hands, you better put your fucking shoulder pan in his chest and make him know that you were fucking there. None of these fucking... Yeah, just, you got to hit him. You got to play football. You got to hit him hard. If someone comes across the middle, don't hit him dirty. Don't hit him high. Put your fucking shoulder pan right in their gut. Let them know that if you come across the fucking middle, you're going to get hit. 
I know that it's a fucking PC culture now. We don't want anybody to get hurt and don't play dirty. It's not what I'm saying to do. I'm saying to fucking hit them in the chest like an adult. The Vikings should be the most relaxed team in the league right now. You're getting seven and a half points on the road, which that means that means nothing to the team. Everybody's already asking who are the Saints getting to play when they win. If you guys lose, no one expected you to win. You're playing Drew Brees at home with the best receiver he's ever had, probably the best running back he's ever had, with one of the best defenses he's ever had. They got Janoris Jenkins now after signing him after he called some retarded on Twitter. They got Peters or no Lattimore on the other side. Cam Jordan coming down at you every goddamn play. It's rough. No one's expecting you to win. Especially not when the Minnesota Vikings offensive line is full of holes and is pretty much as yeah, it's like trying to hold water with a cheese grater. It just falls through. It might hurt, but you're getting through it. But we got Cook. He's healthy. Madison, healthy. Diggs, healthy. Feeling better be fucking healthy. I just, I'm a, I am excited that it's a morning game. Cousins on the road, on turf, in the morning. I think he's about 500. I guess this would count as a prime time game because it's the only game on. But morning games is always better. On grass, he's worse. Outside, he's worse. At night, he's worse. Obviously, if he was at home, it'd be a little better. Obviously, you want a playoff game at home. That's just obvious. Minnesota will not have a chance to have a home playoff game. But other than not being at home, we haven't beaten a playoff team all year. Uh, We beat a playoff team, and they were called the Philadelphia Eagles. Congratulations. That was at home. And they kicked the little shit out of them. But, okay, so we got the road. One thing. It's bad. But it's indoors. Good for Cousins. On turf, good for Cousins. And it's in the morning, good for Cousins. Bad for my liver, though. Because that means it's going to be a fucking early morning, boys. Sunday morning football means a Sunday afternoon blackout. Okay, but yeah, Vikings getting seven and a half now. Seven and a half, I probably still take New Orleans. Eight and a half, I'll take the Vikings, which is what I got at yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I want the Vikings to win more than anything, but if they keep it under seven, that'd be okay. I'm okay, I'm not okay with losing, but if it's a good game and we're just outplayed, they're better, then that's one thing. But if they do dumb shit and it doesn't work, or just get two first downs in the, and a half, yeah, you're going to lose. But okay, probably the Saints are going to win that one. That's what I'm calling. Saints win outright. Probably cover seven and a half also. Then we got the last game of the playoffs of a wild card weekend. It's probably the worst one. Um, this game might be useless. I don't even know if I'll watch this game. This line, though, I did not get. I get that it's the Seahawks on the road. Seahawks are one and a half point favorites on the road, which I am surprised they're not more favorites. They're not bigger favorites. They haven't lost a road game all year. Um, they're just outright better in every way against the Eagles. I guess the only thing the Eagles might have is a better veteran receiver. It's big with Alshon Jeffries, but DK Metcalf is bigger, and I think Lockett's probably even better than him. 
They got Marshawn Lynch. Now, one thing that the Seahawks are going to be hurting with is that their left tackle's out. That's probably the biggest thing. Fletcher Cox is going to be just roasting that fucking fool all day. But Russell Wilson is fast. And he's good at evading big fucking dudes trying to run at him. He's done it his whole fucking career. I think he's been in the playoffs his entire every every year in his career. I think he's made the playoffs. Yeah, that's kind of I I don't see the Eagles win this game at all. And then it's Seattle's missing their biggest threat, which is their home stadium, which I know this year they haven't been very good. Since since the Legion of Boom's been gone, I think they're four and four in playoff games at home. I think since twenty thirteen. But I will take the Seahawks minus one half all day long. I don't think Carson Wentz is ready for it. Has he ever won a playoff game? I know he was on the team when they won the Super Bowl, but I don't think he, he didn't play any of the games, I don't think. But yeah, um, this is probably the worst game of the, the worst game of the week. Give me, yeah, give me the Seahawks win outright and give me the Seahawks minus one and a half. They'll probably win by about six or seven is what I'm going to guess. So, yeah, there's your playoffs. And I will go, let's see who who will play who. If Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so the Bills are coming in as the five seed. Texans are the four. We'll do it the other way first. The Patriots are the three seed. If the Patriots win, Patriots play Kansas City. And then the Ravens will get whoever's left. If the Patriots lose, the Titans will play the Ravens. And Kansas City gets whoever else. Yeah, I guess that's the only way to say it. So, yeah. And then in the NFC, if the Saints win, they go to Lambeau. And if the Vikings win, they go to play the Niners. And then the Packers would get whoever was left over between the Seahawks and the Eagles. And then, obviously, if the Titans were to win, the Chiefs would play whoever was left between the Texans and the Bills. That is my lock of the week, actually. I am going to do that right now. The lock of the week. Lock it up. Bills will beat the Texans. Count on it. Book it. If you're a Bills fan... Buy your tickets now to next week's game. Just gonna wait to see who you're gonna play. But buy tickets right now. I don't give a fuck. I don't know how you can buy tickets. Yeah, I sound like an idiot. But, okay, um, college game. The only one that matters is coming up. What the fuck is that? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Clemson, LSU. Uh, I saw the soft line was at six points to start. LSU favorites, which probably makes sense. The game is in New Orleans, so it's pretty much a home team, home game for LSU. But Clemson does travel pretty well. Something cool that Clemson does is. They'll go to the bank, and they'll get a bunch of um, $2 bills, and then they'll put little paw prints all over them, little orange paw prints, and that's what they'll spend. Their, that's how they'll buy stuff in the town that they have to go to for bowl games. So 
when all like the little local shops and stuff would clean out the register and they've got six grand in two dollar bills. That's kind of Clemson's way of showing, yeah, we were fucking here. We came, we saw, we came in big numbers. Yeah. Did I go over the fucking leaving the Rose Bowl yet? Yeah, I don't think I did. Okay, so like I said, we're at the Rose Bowl. As we're leaving, our parking spot was probably about a 13-minute walk to our parking spot. Probably just under a mile. The way the Rose Bowl does it is, so the Rose Bowl kind of sits facing northwest, southeast, and then directly northwest of it is a golf course, which is, they block it off. They block the greens off, but you can park on pretty much the fairways and, like, out of bounds and stuff, so don't know how good that parking, don't know how good that golf course is, but you can park right on the golf course, so it's crashed all the time. But they closed that off, so you had to go through gates. Before, all the gates were open, and you just walked through, but now they had us, everybody walking down this one road with certain gates for whatever you had parked at. I think we were at eight on the other side of the street. So two-lane road, they have it toned off, so, no one, so it's pretty much saying don't pass anybody. It's a double yellow with cones. Obviously, it's a long line. There was 91,000 people there. I don't know how many cars that is. I'm not going to do that math. But, so people are getting frustrated, and we're walking down. So cars are going northwest. We're walking northwest with the lane in between us. It should be coming oncoming traffic, but since no one's driving into the Rose Bowl, no one's driving down it, it's pretty much just a lane for people to walk down and for like cops and security and shit to drive down if they need to. But we're getting assholes that are driving, they're jumping lane and driving right past us, hauling ass. So after we drank all day, we decided the best idea was next time a car does that, throw a fucking road code in front of it. Block it off. So next guy that does it, it looks like it's a $95,000 Mercedes. He pulls around, my buddy, drunk, jumps in the middle of the road, is walking down at him. The guy honks at him. He picks up a road cone. And this isn't one of your normal road cones. This is one of those tall, skinny ones with, like, the concrete bottom. He sets it right in front of him. The guy pulls up to it and then revs at the road cone. Like, I don't know if this guy was just drunk or if he thought that we it was our road cone. But we're like, yeah, I don't care. Run your cone over, dude. It's... Go ahead. Run it over. He runs it over and then it's like, talking shit. Like, yeah. Don't give a fuck about your road cone. As he's doing that, someone spits in the window. I don't know if I got on this guy, but he was not happy about it. And he drives away all fucking fast. Almost hits two cars, almost hits us. I thought we were being asses at first. And then people were like, yeah, fuck those guys. Fuck them. Throw shit at their car. And I was like, okay. So we're right. Which it might have been completely different. I might have just been drunk hearing people calling praise for us when they were really just telling us to get the fuck out of the road. But it doesn't really matter. I don't really care about that. I was going to do it anyways. It was hilarious. That was one of the funnest parts of the entire trip. Was, yeah, just throwing road codes in front of cars and pissing people off. Didn't wear a shirt the entire game, which was magnificent. Where I lived, there was 15 inches of snow in six hours. And then we were on a train for two hours. And it was about 75 degrees and sunny out. It was warm. And I couldn't believe it. I brought pants and a sweatshirt and I ended up not wearing a shirt the whole day. 
until the sun went down. As soon as the sun went down, you got that Pasadena air, and it was perfect, but it was a little chilly. I'm glad I brought my shirt with me. I almost didn't even bring it into the stadium. Um, yeah, the people at the stadium were all pretty cool. I was either getting a bunch of high fives from drunk dudes with no shirt on, and then anybody else was pretty much just disgusted. They're like, why is this fat asshole not wearing a shirt? So, I mean, but it's a good thing that I'm not there to impress any women. Because uh, if it was, you would not want to see the beer gut first try. That would not be the one. Of, I would not, you would not want that to be your first uh, encounter. Was, oh, look at that dude. Look at him. He's so fucking fat. It's great. Yeah, that's not what we're looking for, bud. Yeah, um... I think that's going to wrap it up. I'm not sure if I missed anything. We got a half an hour today, guys. Sorry. But, um, oh, 8.05 out of the tap is worse than 8.05 out of the can. I don't know how that is possible. I thought it was always just <clears throat> a given. It's better out of the bottle or better out of the tap. <clears throat> now, Rose Bowl ran out of beer and water. So that was, you'd expect that not to, not the Rose Bowl to do that. I can see if it was a stadium that doesn't have games played very often, but it's a 91,000 seat stadium and it's played at every week by a Pac-12 team. I feel like they would know how many fucking people are going to go there and how much stuff they're going to need. But I'm assuming also it's probably not UCLA's job the Pac-12 job. I'm assuming there's a Rose Bowl committee. That's not like something they'd have that would be in charge of that. Yeah, I can. We had to start drinking those little seltzers. <clears throat> it was like a tequila white claw. But after drinking all night on, I mean, I don't even want to say it was all night. I think we went to bed right at midnight, right after everybody did the whole fucking Happy New Year, New Year, same me. Um. Yeah, I had my, the worst chaplets ever, and I had heartburn from, from hell. From the moment we got to the stadium till I got back home at about 2 in the morning. So, it was just miserable all day long. But, okay, I'm going to get your fucking hair. Have a good Friday. Have a good weekend. Have a better year. And have the greatest decade of all time. Give me one. We out.